all aboard and welcome back everyone to another episode of Animation Station. I'm Brandon T. McClure and wait, what are we doing here? Didn't we do all the Digimon movies? I think so. Digimon Adventure Try 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah, 6. What the hell are yeah. we doing here? What's, what are we doing here? What's what's happening? Um. Well, I, th I think there was like one more. Last Adventure Kazuna? That is correct. That is correct, Ben. Yes, we are. We are in fact back to talk about the seventh Digimon Adventure film, which is Digimon Adventure: The Last Evolution. Kazuna. I am Brandon T. McClure, as I already said. With me, as always, on the digital journey is Ben Magnet. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Ready to talk some Digimon. I am too, Ben. Because let me tell you, this movie's better than all the tri films. Holy <laughs> crap, baskets! Yes, it is. I um. Before we get before we get into it, by the way, full spoilers. I don't know if I've been I've been saying this. This is the seventh movie now at this, this point. Full spoilers. You know what you're in for. Again, we're doing this. We're doing the dub. Um, uh, we're doing the uh, the Shout Factory release. Um, so if you uh, came here for the subtitled version or the original Japanese language one, you're going to be sorely mistaken. Um, you know the you know the score at this point. Now, Ben, before we get into plot stuff. I think it was incredibly striking for them to just retcon Digimon Adventure Try completely. I feel like a lot of the Digimon <laughs> film, yeah, just hardcore, just straight up like retcon that whole thing. Just those films do not matter to this movie at all. Mm -mm. Not in the slight. It's it's weird because you would think, like, especially with the Try films, you would think that they would like had try to have some sort of connection, some sort of thread to Last Evolution Kazuna. And it was, and the fact that they have like the tiniest little connecting thread to it, being that you see Mei Kumon, and that's the only bit. And it's like, I mean, the only thing that you probably would need is the only thing that you probably need from Digimon Adventure Try is I wouldn't even say you need to know who Mako is because like it's such a throwaway line that you're not mm -hmm. even going to, you're not, you, you might miss it um, if you don't watch Try. But I think maybe like, the Digimon are in the real world now with their partners. That might be relevant to this movie um, because, you know, in Try, we do see them uh, come back. Um, and we we also know there's a few kind of. There's probably only one character thread in this whole movie that is relevant for, from Try. And I'm kind of bummed it's not a bigger part of this movie. And it's Sora. Yeah. Because I don't get the decision to so 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 we learn we learn pretty early pretty pretty late in the movie that Sora has already lost Biomon. Mm -hmm. Like that that her she is, she says I don't want to fight any I don't want to fight I just want to spend time with you and we learn later that the reason why is because the thing that is happening to Matt and Ty has already happened to Sora and she's, yeah. and she's, and she's lost Beomon. Yeah. Like um, you see, I love how it's very subtle. You see her decayed Digivice. Yes. Like straight up saying like, this is what's going to happen to Matt and Ty. Um, yeah. And I, I, I wish that was more in the movie. It feels yeah. like a cut subplot. And I guess if you have try, it does kind of like, you do see the evolution of uh, the Digivolution, if you, if you will. Uh, you see like um, Sora's arc from uh, what is it? Loss. Loss. Yeah. Uh, to to this, I I guess you can kind of see that through line. But ultimately, 
most of the storylines that were in Try don't matter for this movie. And it kind of makes Try feel useless, especially because it's frankly not that good. It makes Try feel like not not to not to put a pun. Try tried and then they lost their way. Like half like we keep to, when we were talking about uh um Digimon Adventure Try, like halfway point, like after the reboot, that's where things went all downhill. Like that was the flat, that was the linchpin where you had a decent story going, you had a decent thing uh moving along, you had some good side characters, you had a decent side plot, and then the second the reboot happened, everything just went off the rails completely and stuff went yeah. like, huh? And I I feel that with digital with Last Evolution Kazuna, they really was like, okay, we screwed up this bad of a try. Let's do this really cool plot line that was somewhat mentioned but never explored and they have a really good villain they have a really good antagonist who i the whole time i watched this movie i thought that should have been nishijima or not nishijima that should have been himikawa yes yes 100 i said the same thing i was watching this and i was like this is himikawa yeah this is what you this is what himikawa should have been for try mm-hmm. this is the story because like a lot of last of us kazuna does retread what try already did like the idea of them growing up and growing apart um the main character being a character who'd already lost her digimon like the circumstances are different for um what's her name oh shoot i did not write her name down mm, it's an m it's an m name i'm pretty uh, sure it's an m name um, uh, I'll, I'll look it up you keep talking i'll look it up well like it's it's just kind of interesting that like the circumstances are different for her to lose her Digimon because she was so eager to grow up that she didn't realize that she would eventually lose her Digimon. You know, we see her memories. Mm-hmm. She's she kind of sees like, oh, um, I I want to grow up. I don't want to be here anymore. I want to be older, and and because of that, that hastens the. She loses her Digimon way earlier than most anybody should. Uh-huh. Um, and so and and she is on a war path to get it back and i'm like this is himikawa's plotline this should have been himikawa's plotline my biggest issue one of my biggest issues with try is that himikawa isn't part of the plot as when she gets to the digital world her whole storyline happens happen to the characters the to the characters of the of, of digimon adventure try our character the characters that we know it doesn't matter what she's doing yep and she it's has no purpose and her name is manoa bellucci manoa thank you I'm trying to find a different name also because there's another name that showed up. Anyway, I oh that's sick. Um anyway. Digimon dude. Okay, so let's so the beginning of this movie is um kind of a you know back to basics. Paramon has showed up has shown yeah. up in uh Paramon in Tokyo. <laughs> Paramon I even write down it's like Paramon again? Because love Paramon. I I won't lie. This movie has some good callbacks. They brought back the original uh, style of the Digivolution. Like, you know, the like the the data comes out of the Digivice and it's Yeah, uh, I I noticed that too. It looked very good. And you see the spinning comes back. And you even see when Greymon Digivolves to War Greymon, it's the same animation from uh, from that season too. Very good stuff. I'm, I'm not the big I, I won't lie I'm not the biggest fan of the cell phone digivice so I'm glad they still have their original digivice uh, yeah I kind of I kind of understand that too I'm not I don't love it I get it because we're now we're now in the age of smartphones um 
there's 17 years. Someone said there's 17 years until the prologue of O2, and the prologue of O2 is 2028. So 17 years from that, it's 2000. Oh, math is never but my strong suit. What is that? 17 years minus 2028. Uh. No clue. I have a calculator right in front of me. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Why don't I just use that? 2028. Uh, Someone's screaming at the screen right now. It's this. This is this number. Yeah. 2011. So it's 2011. This okay. movie is oh, set yeah. in. Definitely set in the world of smart. Yeah. Smartphones uh, are so, around. So smartphones are are here. I'm trying to figure out. Sorry. I, there's a there's a new look. Full spoilers. There's a new evolution line that we see in this movie, and I'm just trying to figure out what the name is. Um, I don't think it's actually this. I don't think who the fuck is Victory Graymon? It's not that. I don't. Know. Okay. Anyway, um, we'll figure that out when we get to the end of the movie. Um, so Par- so we get some some nice callbacks to Parrotmon and um, uh, Graymon fighting again. I thought what was interesting is how many callbacks there were to the Digimon movie. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, cool. we've talked about it before. We have a bastardized version of three different movies um, that appeared in in America, but we do get callbacks to um i think i think in the original originally they were just called digimon adventure which is the the one where ty and kari are kids Mm -hmm. where agamon first shows up in the digital world and then parrotmon comes in and starts wreaking havoc yeah it's kind of a kaiju film because agamon is way bigger than yeah he's ever been um and uh uh, I think it's Har- our Hurricane Touchdown, which is the Diaboramon episode, which we do also get a reference to when they're going to fight Eosmon uh-huh. um, with the screens. I thought that was clever and cute. Um, this this was an interesting like. This felt like an interesting like love letter to Digimon, at least in the beginning, because mm-hmm. it it does kind of swerve into this kind of story of. Well, he kind of thought this was one thing. This is like, oh, this is look how fun Digimon, you know, guys were were Digidestined, we're fighting. Oh, what happened to Omnimon? Oh, what's happening now? Um, and I, oh. I like the moment. Go ahead. Oh, Jedi's not a total creep. Anymore? Oh, that's way later, and I have so many, so much to say about that. Um, but what's what's really interesting is when they're fighting Eomosmon, and like they're they got it, like. Omnimon's killing Eosmon. There's no, there's no question. Um, like, there's no way they, they, they don't win. And um, then something happens. A ring appears around Matt and Ty's digivices. Um, there's a, a, a timer, a countdown mm. to uh, when the Digimon will disappear. And I like the moment where TK and Izzy both look at the digivices like, oh, do we have a two? And they're like, okay, no, I'm okay. And Matt, because we hadn't seen Matt had it. We know we knew that Algamon had it, that uh, uh, Ty had it. But then Matt looks at his and he's like, God damn it. Like, I really like the rage. Like, this isn't fair. We have to do something about this. There's no way uh-huh. I'm, I'm letting this happen. Um, it's a really good scene. And again, kind of goes back to, we're going to compare a lot about Try. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't mean to. Oh, but like, the, I feel like we have to because the Try films came out at the, Try and Last Evolution Kazuna they came out so close to each other that we have to compare the compare the two. And the whole time I'm watching Last Evolution Kazuna, I'm like, this is what Try should have been. Yeah, because like you is... look at Ty and Matt's arc here, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same as the first Try movie. 
definitely. Like they're they're all grown up. At least they're not in a, like in middle school or high school or whatever school they're in. But they're now they're, they're in college. college they're yeah, they're, they're in college. college. They they're drinking. It's so weird to see them drink beer. It's together. so weird to see them drink. It's so weird to see that. I was I have a note about that because they're drinking no, beer, too. and I'm like, and like Ty has his own apartment with like porn magazines, and I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> Yeah, this this is like with the second uh, the second Agumon's like what are these? He holds up the nudie mags. It's and Ty's like ah. I I find it very interesting. I wonder how long Ty's been there because they don't um uh the Agumon hadn't been there yet. Where's Agumon been? I don't know. I think Agumon has either been at Ty's house with Kari and Godomon, probably with Izzy, or with Izzy. Yeah, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Matt's new new voice? I don't hate it. I mean, I got I kind of like it. I got used to um I got used to Vic Mignogna's or however you say his last name in Tri. I really love that you said Vic Mignogna and not Vic Mignogna. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> um, I got used doesn't to, deserve to pronounce his name right. Yeah, I got used to his voice and then when I heard it as just like a throwaway character in Kazuna, I'm like Okay, you're still here, but I'm I actually I'm I'm okay with um Ty's or Matt's new new voice. Um I do like she's not in the movie a whole lot because I know the original voice actress, she sadly passed away. Yes. Um I do like Mimi. I do like I like how she keeps the spirit of the original voice actress. It's a good it's a good Mimi. And it and it's good. it's it helps that it's not in the movie a lot. Yeah. Um I I do I want to get some, I don't want to say complaints, but I guess a few criticisms out of the way with Last Evolution Kazuna that I had when I was watching the film. I want to, I want to keep it on the voice acting though. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I, I, I want to just kind of run through like all the returning cast is great. Obviously mm-hmm. Izzy, um, Ty, all the digital Sora. return. Sora. Oh, actually uh, Christopher Swindle, I think is a uh, Hawkmon. Oh yeah. I think, I think Friend that's the show. That friend of the show, Christopher Swindle, is Hawkmon, um, which is kind of nice. Yo Lee, I think, is the original voice actress. I couldn't tell. Definitely Ken. Ken is 100% the original voice actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Davis's voice. Nah. I don't, I, I Davis, would... Davis, Cody, and Davis and Cody are the only two of the new voice actors that I don't like outright. Uh, Kari is fine. TK is fine. Well, Kari was the same from the last one. and Right, right, right. I actually think TK might be the original voice actor. Like original, original? I think so. Like from from O2. Hmm. I don't know for sure. I've seen that guy's face a lot, and maybe I'm wrong. Well, good for him. Neat. Um, what was this? I was gonna say something else too. But, but Matt, Matt, I do I actually do like him. Um yeah. he's not my my favorite Matt is obviously the original. Mm-hmm. Um I'm glad he's coming back for uh the new the new dubs for the new for the movies. Um but I I find his voice works like his cadence works better for Vic Mignogna. Vic Mignogna, um, he's an anime voice actor through and through. He very he, he works as like a Dragon Ball character or like a Jujutsu Kaisen character. Like whenever it pops up in Funimation like, or Crunchyroll, like, you're like, oh, yeah, that, you, that fits for you. But like Matt is a very subdued character and not really a character that Vic Mignogna is capable of. I don't think it's not within his his voice acting repertoire. Mm-hmm. Um so he, so he, I struggled with him a lot in in Digimon Adventure Try. So I'm, I was happy that they recast him, and I, I, I do quite like this this new voice. Right, and of course Joshua Seth, he kills killing. it. He kills it. Yeah, Joshua and uh, Tom Fam 
as Agumon kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, you have other complaints. Let's go. Let's go to some of your other complaints. I know now. I hundred percent realize that this whole movie is focused on Matt and Ty. I get it. Yes. I understand it. And we're only getting one. It's not like the tri films where we were able to explore the relationships and the nuances of the other digestant. Otherwise, we'd be here forever again. Um, I understand that. It just would have been. I don't know where to fit it. It's mostly this is just more of a nitpick and more of a like, I would have liked a little bit more of a. Oh, I was me. wrong about TK. It's not the original voice actor. You were right. Oh, darn. Um, Sorry, but as a. As I was saying, I would have liked a little bit more subplot from the other Digidestined instead of quick little vignettes of them, of what they were doing, like Mimi's fashion design, uh, Joe studying to be a doctor, Izzy being the president of his own company. Um, while all this is like really good, like we get to see what the Digidestined are up to, I would have liked to see the original cast do more in- instead of just Agumon and Gabumon fighting. And like we don't see any other digivolutions at all besides those two. Well, we do at the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like XV Mon and Sting Mon. But... Well, no, we see the original Digidestin digivolve into the champion levels. Right, right. We do. We do. Uh, but I kind of understand what you're saying. I do under I I I get it, but I think this film is really strong. Like I feel yeah. like this film is really tight and it's really like there just isn't room for the other Digidestin. Oh, oh no, that's um, that's the thing. It's like it's not really a complaint. It's more of a nitpick because I would have liked yeah. to see other stuff of the Digidestin. But then when I look at, but then looking at this film as a whole, and since we're only getting the one film, it's like you did what you could, and with the limited real estate you can, I still think this film delivers a lot more than all the tri films combined. Right, especially because like we get such an interesting catharsis with the characters at the end of the film when we see them yeah. in their in their their original forms like it's weird to say but like when they're kids when they're yeah. back in the digital world um yeah uh, real quickly by the way i didn't say who this movie is directed by uh it's directed by tomahir uh to- tomahir taguchi written by uh akatsuki yamatoya um i forgot to mention that let's move into though let's talk about let's talk about ty and matt because they're the focus of this film and they're they're the I think Izzy and TK get the most outside of them, which is weird because I actually don't think Kari gets a lot to do. Um, But Izzy gets a lot to do, which I I quite like. Um, Izzy's a great character, I think. Um, And one of the things that I'm curious about is why did this happen to Ty and Matt and not anyone else? Because they talk about it, how everyone knows what they want to do in their lives, except for Ty and Matt. They're 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 like, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. They're kind of waffling. Yeah. Izzy, as you said, is the is the president of a company. Uh, Mimi is a uh, is making Amazon, um, basically. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe is a doctor. Like everyone. Oh no! You froze. Brandon, come back. Am I back? Uh, I think so. We're back. Um, so uh, everyone else knows what they want to do with their life, but none of them, including Joe, and this is the those are the one that confused me the most because Joe is the oldest. They don't. This doesn't happen to them, but it does happen to time to time Matt, and I don't understand 
the movie doesn't make it clear why this is happening specifically to those two and not to the other Digidestin who arguably are in better places in their life. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that I'm confused about about this movie. That's the thing that kind of occurs to this movie. The only thing for me is that the movie isn't clear as to why this is only happening to Ty and Matt, who are who are in a in a place of transition, where everyone is basically everyone else is basically like, yeah, I know what I want to do. I'm I feel that it does eventually. I mean, it eventually does happen to the original Digestion because we all see them essentially as adults doing their lives. Like one of the, like this really cool. Like what I also enjoy is for Ty. Well, Ty is in school he has this very small little subplot of he doesn't know what his collegiate thesis is about. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, like it's a small little, like very small scene, uh, part of a, of a larger scene. And then I really lo- love how it all comes together and how he makes he's Cause he's still very much like, this is all I know how to do is just be a digit and fight with my, my Digimon. Oh, the, the end of the credits showing his thesis being about Digimon. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I feel that with the other characters, because they eventually do go through, like we see Joe, we see Mimi, we see them without their, like Sora, of course, she's like, I just want to be a Then and after we, we know that it's happening to Sora. We find that out later on in the movie. I I, I, that, yeah, I, I feel that the other Digidestin accepted it. And they're just like, we're just going to move on. We had a great run. And we're going to continue on with our lives and like not forget about them, obviously, but it's just like they they're more accepting to it. Whereas Matt and Ty are the ones like, no, I can't let this happen. They're sure. about to go down the path that Manoa did because um, one of the through or one of the, the reasons why this is happening to them is that they're reaching their full potential. And I kind of really like that about how it's kind of retconning Digimon as your Digimon partner is there not only to help you help like there's this great symbiotic relationship between human and Digimon, whereas the human helps the Digimon grow stronger and fight to protect not only the digital world, but the real world. But the Digimon is also there to help their partner realize their full potential, which is why when Jedi is talking to Matt and Ty is like, unless you got some unreleased potential stored away, this is going to happen. And when Manoa reached her full potential as like a 14 year old child, that's why it was more traumatizing to her. And that's why she it put her on the path to, try and get um her digimon back and of course it t- goes down to this whole rabbit hole of of her not accepting it but at the same time you kind of feel bad for her because she lost her digimon partner as a small child whereas ty and matt and everyone and all the other digimon and the original digidestined minus tk and kari they're full-grown adults they have their own lives yeah i think that the thing that only the only thing that confuses me is that it. Mm, I guess maybe we don't know that it wasn't happening to. Mimi and Joe specifically. Mm-hmm. We know it wasn't happening to TK to to Izzy right. because we see he he looks at his digivice and it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he, I guess because he is younger. He is the youngest. Um, outside of TK and Kari. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. Uh, the the other thing I, I I wish the Sora stuff was just more explicit. I, yeah, I, it's. I think there's room. And I'm uh, look. I'm gonna say this. I'm sound really hypocritical right now. I think the two kids get too much to do. 
<laughs> they do get a lot. I I I realize how that sounds, considering all throughout try, I've been bitching about where the hell they were. Yeah, yeah, and then they and, here they and are. We get them. We get them. They're here, and it's great. I'm glad they're here. I love them. I get. I think they get a little too much to do. I think they take away from the from the original kids. It's weird because in in the Digimon Adventure Try, I was hoping, like, and especially in the future when they're like, we found Davis and everyone else. I'm like, cool. Can they show up and join the final battle? That'd be cool. And they don't. It's just their silhouettes and the name drop, and that's it. Whereas yeah. in this one, I'm glad to see them. I'm glad they're part of the plot because I feel like I I because I, I feel that. The O2 kids definitely want to help the original Digi or like our original Digidestined. And I don't know. I don't know if I 100% agree with the fact that they give or they're given too much to do. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's weird to think about the O2 kids because every time they were on screen, I was like, yay, the O2 kids. And I'm just like, a, like you said earlier, I'm not the biggest fan of Davis's new voice actor. But just the fact that I can see them again. It just makes me happy because, you know, I, as much as I love the original Digimon, I also fell in love with the, with the O2 kids. What the? Sorry, I'm just looking at the I've been looking all episode for what the names of those Digimon were at the end of this movie that Agumon and, Gob and Gobamon Digivolved to. Uh, I have some thoughts about that, by the way. They're just called Agumon Bond of Bravery and Gobamon Bond of Friendship. That's their forms. That's funny. That's really funny. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about it. Um, anyway. Um, so I think I, I really like their inclusion. Like I don't want to get I don't want to get the wrong idea. I love that they're here. And I like the way that they use kind of figuring out who um girl's name. What the hell? Minoa. We just looked at Minoa, thank you. Um what Minoa is tr actually trying to do, although they they the movie tries to do a bait and switch mm -hmm. it's to be like oh the dude is the bad guy uh, but like you know the girl it's the girl it's the mm -hmm. girl the second she walked in you just look at her and go sus especially when she shows up after like t like tk, TK when izzy finds eosmon and she like walks in like he found eosmon and you're just kind of like um what you doing here uh, or the that's second, a good scene by the way it is like the second also like when she has a her uh, butterfly thing it's like hmm yeah it's like it's a i want to i want to like real quickly highlight the scene between her her and izzy when they're in and she's like he's like holding his digivice behind him and he's like just talking to her like so this was all you you've been the one doing this you've been taking the consciousness and like figure it out and she's like yeah and then eosmont like shows up in the in the like that's a really that's a really good scene. Like the second she turns around and her and her eyes go like anime villain style. Yeah. It's just like, oh shit. Yeah, it's a it's a good moment. I really like it. Um, I really like her as a villain. Me too. I like what's once again, she should have been Himakawa in Try. Like all like looking back at like I know we can't constantly go back to the tri films and we mentioned this earlier we're gonna keep comparing the two we just we can't help it because they're so close together mm -hmm. but Himakao was such wasted potential and Himakao would have been like the perfect uh antagonistic force for 
like King Drazel or whatever the or whatever, just like looking back. Yeah, and by seeing, the way, that was useless. Yeah, King Drazel was freaking useless. He you're right. Catalog- this came out. This came out real quickly. This came out two years after Digimon Adventure Tri Future. So you're mm-hmm. right. They are so close together. Yeah, and just seeing uh, Menowa go full Himakawa and be the main antagonistic force, like she created Eosmon, this um, this man-made Digimon. I'm just thinking like this should have been some form of Himakawa trying to get just trying to get Tapir Mom back. Like her yeah. whole I miss my partner Digimon. And not only that, the way I think even like the way Minoa lost her Digimon was even more impactful because she didn't know. She didn't have Jedi there to help her out. She didn't have anyone else. She was part of an earlier generation of Digidestin that were still trying to figure out like what do we do? We don't know what's going on. Well, isn't she part of their generation still? Because she's not that much older than Ty. Right. Um, no, no. Or maybe she was. But the thing is, she hit her potential so much sooner. Yeah, she, you know, she lost her Digimon way earlier. Yeah, it's not like Ty and everyone else were they're like in their 20s or they're, they're in their early 20s going to bars, which ugh, still weird to think about. So that. weird. I know. Uh, but, you know, but with her, her that was traumatizing because she just comes home from school one day mm-hmm. saying that I'm going to reach this and she sees her partner Digimon just completely fade away and she doesn't have any guidance. Yeah. And, and it's, a, it's a meant to be like a, it's meant to be like a, what's so telling is that she, in her memory, she doesn't hear what, um, shit, Morphomon? Morphomon. Um, what Morphomon says it's not in her memory she doesn't hear the words that morphine right. says to her but if she did if she didn't if she kind of like didn't look at that trauma um then it's it's not meant to be a, a final goodbye it's meant to be a letting go mm-hmm. and you know that's what we that's what i think this movie does really well that i've talked about before um one of my issues with try is the, how the, how quickly they reach their mega levels right mm-hmm. which i kind of wish we saw a few of them here yeah, um i do like the designs um and I, I like I so like I I I always you know the digivolutions were always meant to be stages in the in our characters' growths. Um, every time that the Digimon reaches a new a new form, that means that our main character has reached a a new point in their own um, growth, and that's and the Megas kind of lose that. Um, even though they're still trying to be that, like with Mimi and Joe specifically, which is why determination is the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I find it so interesting that in this movie, they really just like really lay that in thick. Like this is what, yes, you were right. The digivolutions were meant to be stages in, 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 in their growth. And what happens when you're not growing anymore? What happens when you reach your full potential? Um there's no more places for Agumon to digivolve. There's no more places for um uh for Biomon to digivolve. They've reached their maximum potential, which means our which means our main characters have too. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And I like that. I think that's a really good thematic through line to have in this film. 100%. Um that they do find a new evolution stage. <laughs> Can we talk about that real quick? Do you really want to go do you really want to skip to the end? You feel like it, it really looks like you do. So why don't we do it? Why don't we? so I'm I'm gonna we're gonna we'll come we'll put a pin in where we are right now. Yeah, we'll yeah. come back to some other things. We'll talk about some other things, but let's talk about specifically 
the final digivolutions that Agumon and Gabumon reach at the end of this film. I hate them. Really? I do not like their designs at all. Why? I they just I don't know why. It's just looking at Omnimon, WarGreymon, Metalgarumamon. I just like you had such cool looking Digimon, and then that. I guess I'm just like so used to like when Digimon Digivolve, it's much more flashy. It's much more anime asking just to have them like look as uh, look like buff, like bodybuilders with a little, like a little mask and a human face. I don't know. It's just I was hoping for more War Greymon stuff and maybe some El Grumon aesthetics, but I just do not like those designs at all. I I'll mean, tell you I, what I I'll tell you what I wish we had gotten with these designs because i don't i don't dislike them i think they're fine um especially i, I mean look i'm a fan of Greymon, so like uh i would have loved to see war Greymon again or even uh, omnimon reaches merciful mode again mm-hmm. um we just saw at the end of try try is very heavily based on the card game which is so weird um but we um but i kind of wish remember you never watched tamers um at the end i'm gonna spoil tamers real quickly um one of one of uh Guillemon's evolu- digivolutions is a fusion between between him and his, and um Tagato um his uh digimon his partner? partner his digimon partner they fuse together and they become uh, a di- a different digimon which became the whole basis for digimon frontiers because digimon frontiers is all about they are the digimon that's four kids and they become the digimon I kind of I would have liked these Digivolutions better if these were fusions with their Digivolu with their digital partners. Yeah. Because they, that design works better if there's actually a person that they have fused with. Mm-hmm. I think I would agree. I would like that more because just that having Ty and Matt on their shoulders and those just I don't I guess also I just don't like the designs. I yeah. I don't know. I yeah, like when I first saw them, I'm just like, oh. I, I don't dislike the designs. I I, I kind of like them. I also am just a sucker for like whenever like the Digidestin are on their are on the the shoulder of the Digimon, they're also like punching through, and I'm like, yeah, you're not doing anything, but I love it. Yeah, I mean, when they first did that with Omnimon, I was like, that's re- that's really cool. Oh, Omnimon gets some really cool Digivolutions in this in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the I love the like the twirling and then the we just see the faces and then just forms Omnimon down. Like, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. Cool. Omnimon's rad. Omnimon is really cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't dislike the, 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 the friendship modes. What are they called? What are they called again? What did I say they're called? I just, I have that. bond, bond, of, bond, bond of, bravery. of bravery and bond of friendship modes. Um, I don't, I don't dislike them. I think they're, I think they're, they're kind of cool. Um, but I, I get what you're saying. They're they're not the most inventive designs mm-hmm. that we've seen as far as Digimon go. Yeah. I mean, that's just my two cents about it. I mean, the, the message behind it is really powerful. Like their yeah. last Digivolution, like their last time where they're going full on, full out to beat Eosmon and Manoa. I like the intent. It's just the design yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of. But once again, that's just, that's a me thing. I'll, I can get off this hill. Um, rewinding back throughout the movie um i want to talk about the 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 moment i want to kind of work but i want to i want to talk about a different moment which is um what's her name manoa 
Manoa. Thank, I'm so terrible with names. This is not not. I really like this character. This is not a a a criticism of the character. I'm just really bad with names. Um, Manoa. I really like when she is sending all the Aosmon to get all the Digimon, the the Digidestin. There's a lot of new Digidestin that we see in this moment, but there's some callbacks to some to some that we saw in O2, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. Um, and I really like seeing the O2 kids, uh, kind of you know get in there in the fight. Mostly because I, dude, I'm a sucker for Xvmon. I think Xvmon yeah. is a really cool Digimon, um, and I get to see him do his thing and he does his power, and I'm like, yeah, baby, Xvmon. Um, I think those are really cool. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad they had those. I'm glad that the the O2 kids are here because we get to see them actually fight with their champion level Digimon and really like get into this and like do something about these Eosmon and not become comatose, which is what the O one kids, mm-hmm. all the O one kids end up being, um, which is a shame. It is, and it's a kind of it's kind of but it is kind of sweet when we see them all as kids with their Digimon in these places and in, in these kind of like stasis units that they're there for. Um, and I love the moment when they're um, when they're trying to stop Ty and Matt from beating Eosmon. Yeah. And and they're just stopping him, and and the 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 thing was to blow the whistle. And oh. my God, my my friend, when it when he blew the whistle as hard as he could, and it just flashes to the first ever movie. I'm like, oh fuck, uh, like it's really fucking good. I don't mean to curse. We're a PG thirteen episode. It's just really got me. Um, and I'm just and I'm just thinking to myself like, that, that's a really solid moment. And that's the thing that gets these kids out of this weird trance that they're in and we see them again and they're like oh what are we doing here it's a really sweet moment it's a really good moment i got oh no this I, movie's I, good i want to talk about that moment too because the whistle was a great callback and what i do love about last evolution kazuna is that they play the callbacks subtly or not subtly but when they do play major callback moments like the whistle mm-hmm it's done in a way that is not like, hey, remember this moment? It's done in a way that it's like, look how far they've come. Like when Ty first blows the whistle to help Agumon fight Paramon to Digivolve into Greymon for the first time. And then and he's blowing the whistle again to, to knock all the kids out of their trance. It's, it's much more impactful. And the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, this is the Digimon movie that I wanted to see after and try this is what i wanted yeah. this is what and the fights are really cool in this one too the, the fights are the fights are really cool um the fights in try were fine but i mean the fights so... in, fi- in try are, are pretty good too but these ones are like they're really well choreographed they're really well animated also oh, by the way animation in this movie is really good oh 100 like stellar animation yeah but when this movie takes like major plot points and they or not major plot points, but it, it takes like callbacks. It's like it's not like trying to play for cheap. Hey, remember this moment back in the day? Let's get those nostalgia feelings. It's impactful. It's it gives it gives you it gives the viewer, especially a viewer who's watched those versions of the Digimon movie, who has been with these kids for so long. It's a powerful form of nostalgia that means something. Yeah, and it's yeah, not I just. Agree. And it's not just like a, a cheap uh, cash grab, or it's not just a, a cheap gag or whatever. And what I all and also just like just see, and also I, I'm just really glad because one of the things that really bummed me out about Try is that 
they do have like little flashbacks of the kids in their original like costumes and, and what they looked like, but it's, it's very, it's, it's grayed out there. You can't see their faces really well. It's, it's not like they won't fully commit to it. Whereas in this one, like when we see Joe and all the kids in their original costumes, minus Ty and Matt, it was like, Oh, it was very, it was impactful because impactful. Because now we're watching these movies, it's like they're grown up, they're adults, and to see them as kids again, it's like you know what I, if I was in their shoes, and if I was in, and like if I was a Digidestin and Manoa came up to me and said, "Hey, I have a way for you to be a kid again. You can stay with your Digimon partner for all time. You never have to say goodbye." I would. That's a that's a pretty enticing deal. I probably would fall for it. And I really like that it's Ty who has to come to who has to come to a sense and be like, we have to grow up. We can't just be here forever. This isn't living. We have to grow up. We have to do this. We can't just we can't fall for this lie. Uh, and he's because he's the one who's who's been like fighting this like idea that he's going to lose Digimon the most. And so like and um. What's that girl's name again? Manoa. Manoa, thank you. It's on the tip of my tongue. It's, it's right there. Manoa, I'm going to write that down. Hold on. Manoa. All right. Um, and so she, um, and, and so she's kind of, she kind of understand why Ty and Matt don't want to do this. And I really love that it's Gobamon and Agumon that said, but like when they're starting to think like, hey, maybe we should do this, like this is better, right? Agumon and, and Gobamon are like, no. We loved being with you. We loved watching you grow. Don't take that away from us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's such a sweet thing of like, Agumon, by the way, is better written in this movie than he is in Try. So um, much better. So much better written. Um, and, and he's like, I, we we loved watching you grow up. This was our the, the joy of our lives was being here with you and watching you grow. And I wouldn't want it, we wouldn't want that taken away from us for anything. And it's them who do really like. You know they have, they have one notch left, and they're like, "If we do this, it's over. We're done. We can't. We'll never see you again." And it's like, that's life. And it's really sad, and it's a really rough ending. And you're just like, Jesus. I I love that. That's one of the reasons. Like, I really like the sequence, the Digivolution sequence, when they're when they're like raising up, and they they're like, "This is it. This is the end. We're done. This this is our hail mary. If this doesn't work, then." We're, we're over the last um, evolution and of course it, it makes sense of why this movie is called last evolution kazuna and of course kazuna in translated from japanese to english means bond which you just you just you 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 just looked up recently and, and told me about that which but like yeah. it, it makes sense and especially mm-hmm. with with the with the evolutions that happen at the end of this movie the the bond of bravery and the bond of friendship yeah that makes this it makes a lot of sense it's mm-hmm. very thematically it's very thematically rich this movie it um it's thematically um what's the word i'm looking for it's not rich it's um um ties uh, consistent because they're okay it's very thematically consistent which is something that that try isn't mm-hmm. um this is a much tighter film than this is a tighter film than any of the try films. Um, it's thematically consistent. It works really well. It works on almost every level. Whereas the try films falter a lot. They have some big ideas and I love them for that, but they don't execute those big ideas very well. This one is just straight, simple. Like this, this is not reinventing the wheel. This isn't doing anything different. It is just trying to get theme thematic. Um, 
uh, story across in a good way. And I think it does. Um, the, you know, I really like this movie. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think that like, oh, it's not as funny. I don't think it's as funny as the Tri films. No. The Tri films have that. some pretty good humor and I this do. one doesn't really. Um, although, although there's a great scene when it's um, Poromon and, um, What's uh what's Gabamon's in training form? Sunamon. Sunamon? Um when uh Tentomon and um um Hepatamon are feeding them, just shoveling cheeseburgers into their yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah, well, that, was... I, that, that was very funny. And then all of a sudden they they're back as Alkamon and Gabamon again. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Just talk about Jedi. He's in this movie for a very hot second, but he's he's back Wait, as again, as again. Try, try who? Because like what? Because like at the end of this, at the end of try, it's like oh yeah, we got King, we killed King Drazel and blah blah blah. But there's really no sense of like what's going to happen to Jedi and Jedi is like oh maybe I'll come back and be a villain again. And then he shows up and he's I'm Jedi, and I'm like, I guess. I guess. All right. You're like, good I, now. I'm I'm Matt. It's like they like Ty seems like, oh hey, Master Jedi. And, and it's like, uh, he's he's just not a creepy and evil old man anymore. Thank goodness for that. And he offers like his sage wisdom is like is like, hey, that timer means it's you're, a good scene. It's a very good scene that explains what the timer is about. And it's a good scene that it's like essentially jedi is i don't want to call jedi like the messenger of dark he's not a messenger of darkness that's a whole that's a bad way to put it he's yeah. just a messenger he's like look this is I, this is I, what's I gonna like happen the scene is, i like the scene especially when there's like why didn't anyone tell this this is possible and he was like it's the same reason why no one talks about death mm. it's too hard and like i really i really like how they frame that and i really like that scene i mm-hmm. like jedi a lot and so, like i just don't i don't care for how he how he was interpreted for try so I was happy to have this scene with him. It's just so weird. And then the Meku, when they're like, Meiko, Mekumon, over there, they're over there doing that thing. Especially because, like, isn't the whole point that your Digimon, if your Digimon is already lost, like, it can't be put in this world? So yeah. Meiko, Mekumon is dead. Mm-hmm. So how is Meiko and Mekumon there already? I don't know. It's just one of those things, like, but did, like, Mekumon, like, not survive the tri films that's why may moved away it's so it's such a it's such a weird it feels like a bone to anybody who like hey try was relevant or and like, like try, it's like try was relevant parts of try were relevant and then it's like hey so you know that like the major things that we tried that, that we did and try don't worry about that just but well, the, this character care about her what was so interesting about about this is that this film was developed in the middle of try like try was airing and this movie was being developed because try was very popular um it, and and they realized that well the 20th anniversary of digimon adventure is coming up we've got try going the digimon adventure kids are the most popular version of, of digimon let's make a movie to celebrate the 20th anniversary that's what last evolution kazuna is it's the 20th anniversary film so it's really interesting to me that this isn't an apology for try mm-hmm. because there's no way they could have known as right. they were developing this how what how try was going to go so like 
it's not like a, hey, we're sorry, but try. Not, not that you should, not that this should be that. It's just so interesting how little this film cares about try and is not an apology for it. It's, right. it's, it, it seems to be almost on accident that this film just doesn't give a shit about try. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's fine. I guess I could get rid of try. <laughs> <laughs> and even though, like you said, because this film was in the middle of development during the try films, this nails so much. The, the theme of the villain and the theme of you're losing your Digimon, it just nails that theme to a, to like a perfect 10, honestly. Yeah. And the whole time I'm like, I actually care about the, I care about the characters. And also I feel for the villain. I like how um, Minowa started on her villain path and she became the bad guy. And it wasn't out of just, Oh, we just need a bad guy. Uh, Keen dreams. Yeah. Let's just use him. And, oh, we have all these other characters. Eh, let's just start them off strong, but then just kind of like leave them to the wayside. Yeah. And like even like one of the biggest complaints I have about the Tri-Films is that Himakawa doesn't have like a like I was even confused. It's like, is she dead? Is she not dead? What happened to her? And you're like, oh, oh yeah, no, she, she died. Dead. It's like, oh, no, she dead. It's like, but it's not explained. It's not you don't see her go through her arc. You see her reunite with tape your mom and tape your mom rejects her, but then she goes full crazy, but there's nothing after that, except the scene of her in the black ocean. Whereas in this I, one you see, and whereas in last evolution, Kazuna, you see the villain arc form and why she is so hell bent on making sure no other digitestin feels the pain she had to feel. I will say that there is a surprisingly worrying trope that propped up between this and try um, that, is is about like women going crazy oh um, okay it i've like i didn't really think about it at the time i've just kind of thought about it and i i i, I hope that's not a trend like oh. i hope it's not like a like a thing that's going to keep popping up because it's a little concerning if it does yeah. um I'm, I, I think it's done well here and i think it's done poorly and try um but uh i, I that is interesting to think about like like I wonder how more socially conscious people uh, mm-hmm. who are not me uh, probably would see that. Right. Anyway, well, Ben, I don't have a lot more to say. I, I, the only thing, the other bit I have to say is that when Agumon asks Ty what he's going to do tomorrow, and then Ty, and I love how we don't see Agumon disappear. It's just, just the two butterflies fly away. Yeah, I yeah. love how Matt and Gobamon don't see them vanish. I just love how calm it is. I just yeah. I love how it's a it's a great moment. Like when Ty and Agumon, it's a really when, sweet moment when Agumon looks up at him and says, "I just didn't think about how much you've grown." Mm-hmm. And and Ty's like, and can we get can we get ice cream? Sure, yeah, we like mango ice cream. It's just such a sweet moment. The dialogue is really sweet. It's such a quiet moment. You're absolutely right. Like it, it's a great way to end this film. It's a really bittersweet moment, but it, it they land it. They nail it, it. Thinking about this film and the fact that there are time. Oh, I had a thought. I had a really good thought and a really good parallel. Okay, I think I got it now. I just try, I'm just trying to like make the words make sense, you know? Yeah, I got you. Um, 
it kind watching this film made me realize and made me reflect on the friendships and the connections I've made throughout my entire life. Sure. And how some friends I am still in contact with to this day. Um, there are people I'm even, even though I don't talk to them every day or I don't talk to them, I don't talk to them as much as I would like to. It's just that we're all adults. We're all busy. But then there are also the friendships where I've kind of lost contact with people whom I, we just went our separate ways and it's nothing. There's no malice behind it. There was just no, it's just, they went one direction. I went the other direction. And unfortunately our paths didn't cross. I mean, sometimes they might, but I look back on those friendships that I even know that I don't want to call them lost friendships. I would say that as a bummer as it is that I don't really talk to this person or I haven't talked to this person in X amount of time. I'm still thankful that I met them. And I kind of feel that that's what Ty and Matt have went through. Whereas even though they won't be able to talk to their Digimon Digimon partners anymore, they wouldn't trade their time together with them for the world. They straight up says like, we have to grow up. And in, in a very, I guess, convoluted way, it's just a part of life that, there you will have these friends who you feel that they're we're gonna fight together we're gonna stick to we're gonna be together forever and then something happens with no where you can't control it at all but you might have to go your separate ways and that's okay sure as long as you have those memories of them as long as they're still in your heart in a way that you they will always be meaningful to you and I think yeah. that's another really, I don't know if that's just me grasping at straws, trying to find deeper themes in this film. No, you're not. That, that's the theme of this film. I think you're absolutely correct. That there's no grasping here. That is what this film is saying. I think this film is very explicit in that. I think it's very beautifully put. Thank you. But yeah, um, I, I just, I also, I just love how, how quiet of a moment it was. And yes, I mean, you can't be sad. It's okay. Also, I, I want to say how good, how, what this movie does well really well is that it's okay to be sad yeah. about lost friendships and it's okay to be sad about lost relationships um like ty and matt they both start bawling when they turn around they see their partner's gone and yes it's a sad thing but then the next scene it's like they're moving on like seeing ty's thesis about how humans at digimon could coexist i'm like yeah go ty you got this yeah i agree uh, I, I, I don't I don't want to follow that up because that was really well put. Thank you. Um, thank, thank I will you. say I, I will only say that supposedly the epilogue to Digimon Adventure 02 is still canon. And I'd like I'd really like to see how. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean where Ty is a ambassador to the United Nations for the digital world and Agumon is with him. That would be pretty. Oh, I, I mean, I'm still kind of hoping that him and Sora get together. But I know that in like the original show it was sora and matt who started dating yeah it should have always been ty and sora it should have always been ty and sora i i still hope i still ship them hardcore kind of like Me tk too. and kari i ship them i mean yoli and ken getting together i'm totally fine with that i love those two together do you want to rate it i would definitely give this a solid nine yeah, me too. It's all it's a solid nine for me too. Solid nine. It it reaches the themes of Digimon. It reaches the it has a much better villain. It has a much better cohesive storyline from start to finish. And the themes of 
the themes are there. They are explicit, but they are not dumbed down. It makes you think about it. And it is a much better ending than future because, oh my goodness, that ending in future where I thought it was like this great, this thing. It was just like, you set stuff up. You set stuff up for more. You're not giving me more. Whereas this one's like, this is an ending. Yeah. And I I love it that this is like, this is like this. We are done. Well, they're not because did you want to venture series two? Well, the okay. beginning is just around the corner, Ben. That that well, it like the original Digidestined have had their story. Yeah. Moving on to oh, the new kids. Speaking of, by the way, the original voice actor for Davis is returning for the dub that I'm going to go see. I have tickets for it on November eighth, baby. I I wish I could go, but I can't. Me too. Well, hopefully it'll be on DVD soon enough, and you can buy it. Then I can, and we'll talk. Um, and we'll be back here talking about Digimon Adventure Road to the beginning. I'm excited. All right, so that's that's that, guys. That's it. That's the last Digimon movie for a while. Um, whenever Zero Two become comes to uh, uh, an available marketplace for uh, us to be able to buy it and watch it and review it for you, we will do that. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Probably sometime in November or December. We'll see. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, December's kind of busy for us anyway. So mm-hmm. um, maybe it won't even happen until January. Maybe we won't even be here in January. All right. Anyway, um, that's it, guys. Check it up. Check out plenty of other things on this channel uh, if you like this video and subscribe to this channel. And of course, you want to check out www.ficknerpodcast.com for all the latest news in the Fickner podcast world. Um, tons of shows that you can check out. Tons of things if you like Digimon. Maybe you like some other things that we like too. You can check out plenty of basement arcades. It's Spooktober right now, guys. It's spooky yeah. time. We're yeah. scaring the poop out of Ben. Hey, we scared uh, you last episode. Or one of the episodes that came out this week. That's true. Tall Poppy is there mm-hmm. where I get scared too. Ben is playing through Dead Space. There's a lot of Basement Arcade uh, Spooktobers for you guys to check out um, if you if you are interested in that sort of thing. But otherwise, just check out our, our website at fakenerpodcast.com uh, for all the updates and where you can find all the shows and things like that. And you can also find our Public and our Patreon, which are also linked below, like to support us financially. Uh, on on the socials where Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fickner Podcast. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter where you can also find me writing for I almost said Old School Gamer Magazine uh, where you can also find me writing for AtomicGeekdom.com Ben, where can people find you? Well, they can find me at BenMagnet27 Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads and you can also find me, me writing for Old School Gamer Magazine because I do write for them you can also find me writing for Fusion Gaming Magazine, GoNintendo.com and also playing Mary Frankenstein in D&D Dark, which at the time of this recording we just came out with a brand new episode this week, so go check that out. I'm so mad at you, you're going into a bi-weekly format, how it's, dare you? It, it's easier I know. That's why conversation is bi-weekly. I get it. Yeah. I like your show. I want to listen to it all the I, time. I, did you did you listen to the latest episode? I'm almost done with it. It's very good. Uh, make sure you wait wait to the very end too. Of course. Um, well, that's gonna be it, guys. So of course, like this video, subscribe to this channel, subscribe on all the podcatchers of choice, rate and review wherever you get us. Greatly appreciate it. Until next time you see us, guys, we are now departing the station.
What was the last thing I said? Uh, shoot, I can't remember. I just know you're... Ben, you're too tired for, for this. <laughs> am I still... Am my picture still... It's not as it's not as clear, but at least it's at least it's moving. Can you see my hand move? Yeah, I can see your hand move. My hand is in my face now. Yes, my hand is not in my face. Yeah, good. 